Good morning and welcome to episode 9 of Walk to Work, a podcast where I try really hard not to rant about music and dance and stuff. Uh, today's another kind of, uh, yeah, I'll try not to rant, but there's a rant hidden in there and I guess it'll come out towards the end at some point anyhow. Um, just a quick note, uh, this week in Edinburgh has been rainy during most of my walks to work. Uh, today it's not raining, but it is quite windy. Uh, then again, it's got to happen sometime, right? Um, today I want to talk about uh, a formation that is found in African dance class. Um, and so, by formation, uh, I'm kind of referring to what I learned from uh, Ewan about what uh, Vicky and Adamo teach in their teacher trainings. Uh, the idea that you can structure the people in the room in different um, formations, uh, different ways of, uh, of uh, being. So you can have every, you can have in partner dance class, you can have couples in a circle. In solo dance class, you can have lines, and then you rotate. Uh, the front line goes to the back, and then each other line comes forward a little bit. Um, I'm not sure what else. Uh, you can have just being basically clumped in the middle of the room. Uh, you can you can create various shapes, and those shapes kind of keep the energy going, and also have uh, different pedagogical uh, purposes, uh, some of which are more effective for some things. Um, and as a as a disclaimer, I've only taken uh, so by African dance class. I guess I mean West African dance, and even West African dance is pretty huge. Uh, and I've only ever taken West African dance classes with five teachers, five different teachers. So a lot with Catherine Palmier, um, a lot uh, with a woman who taught uh, weekly in uh, Lyon, uh, a bit with uh, a teacher in Edinburgh, uh, and then a couple of workshops. Um, and they, well, I have noticed that they consistently use this pattern, but I've also noticed that they're not um, as insistent as I would like to be on it being used correctly. So, um, uh, I think my rant has very little basis except a sort of uh, strong personal preference, uh, which I'll, I'll go into. So the way this formation works is that uh, you create uh, lines and you're going to do, be doing some kind of solo movement and you're going to go forward with that movement. Um, and uh, when you reach the end, typically there's live music, uh, so you have a percussionist or some percussionists, um, and you sort of then peel off the side, walk back up. And so this often happens on the longest line that can be found in a room, or if the room's a bit square, uh, often on a, a diagonal. Um, and so part of the goal is to do solo movement and then take that movement forward. Um, another part of the goal... Well, let's, let me finish describing it and then we'll see what the goals are. So, uh, your, the first, you, you form lines. So these lines are uh, rows of people who are next to each other. Typically it's a fairly small number. Uh, maybe three, maybe five, maybe seven if you have a really wide and long room and lots of people. Um, and then you have a row behind them and a row behind them and a row behind them and so on. Um, and the, the formation that this closely resembles 
is uh, the one where uh, we expect the line to go to the back and then the next line comes to, uh, comes to the second line becomes the first line and then the second line goes to the back and the third line becomes the first line and so on uh, that we find in many many different kinds of, uh, of solo class where there's lines uh, but this one the lines are all kind of assembled at the top of the hall uh, and because the first line needs room to move forward uh, there's kind of limited room for the second, third and especially fourth, fifth, sixth and so on lines and so they end up sort of piled up but not in lines uh, and then the teacher goes in front of the first line and starts showing a movement and then the first line does that movement and then the teacher moves forward with that movement and then maybe the first line moves forward immediately or moves forward when the, the teacher says first line come forward um, and at some point probably the teacher feels like they've shown enough and will peel off and allow the line to continue on its own. Up until this point, the second line is doing the movement but in place. And it can be doing it more or less uh, intensely, more or less um, uh, um, uh, correctly. Um, or in intentionally, like you can be sort of trying to figure it out or full out doing it. Uh, but generally the absolute fallout you, you keep for when you're actually moving forward. Um, and then at that point there's space between the first and second line. The first line has been moving forward for quite a while. The second line has not been moving forward. Uh, and it's the turn of uh, the second line to, to go. And there either the second line can go on its own or if the teacher feels it's necessary uh, they can, or the second line asks for it, the teacher can go in front of the second line as well. And at this point, functionally, the second line has become the first line. Um, and then again, uh, the teacher's going to move forward with the movement, the second line's going to move forward with the movement, and the third line's going to wait for it. And everyone moves forward with their line. You don't sort of move forward when you're ready, you move forward with the people in your line. And that means that when you don't have the teacher, or even when you do have the teacher, uh, the people in your line are just as informative uh, about the movement um, as the teacher can be. Well, maybe not quite as informative, because presumably we actually look to the teacher for the, the correct movement. Uh, but often uh, the, the lines are also going to uh, have a pretty good idea of what's going on. Um, and so yeah, then you move forward to the end, and at the end you stop doing the movement. I mean, you don't have to, but typically people do, and you sort of walk back. Um, maybe with a bit of movement, maybe just trying out the movement, trying to figure in your head what the movement is, uh, but you're not doing the movement at that point. And then as you're moving back, maybe you're in the third line, and by that time uh, the first line is in front again, and the teacher decides it's time for a new movement. So the teacher shows a new movement. Uh, at that point, people who are used to different kinds of formations usually get quite stressed out. It's like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Sorry. Uh, usually not, don't swear on this. Ah, well. Um, I usually swear a lot in real life. And I've just been feeling that for a podcast, it would be nice not to swear. Anyhow, um, they all bleep, bleep, bleep. Uh, this new thing is coming up, and I'm not even in a line. I need to learn it right now. And they sort of crowd forward and impinge upon the first line, or go join the first line, or go join the second line uh, in a kind of panic that they won't um, get this new movement. 
Um, and so that's actually the point where you sort of look and you can start maybe trying to get what the movement is but you can rejoin your third line and wait uh, it's going to be shown the first line you're going to get to watch the first line go forward it will then be shown again if necessary to the second line and you'll get to watch the second line go forward and at that point it's your turn uh, and the teacher knows that you're in the third line and they know that you haven't uh, actually had a chance to really imitate them with the movement again and the teacher will show it to you again and then you get to go forward um, and the final element to this is that often um, West African um, percussion has uh, sort of phrases where you repeat a phrase for an amount of time and then uh, a change gets signalled and so there's different uh, change signal patterns for different uh, kinds of rhythm, different dances, but that's a, it's a constant in what I've seen so far, uh, and that's generally the indication, ah, it's time to change movement. So often we would be moving, you would be moving forward through the room with maybe three different movements, and so each change, you change movement, so you do movement A, change, movement B, change, movement C, change, and also each change is the announcement for the next line to go forward. So you do movement A, and then when the change comes, uh, first line does movement B, and second line starts going forward. Ooh, super windy. Um, and so often uh, in some music, that change is like. And then you do the new movement. Um, and again, that kind of enforces the whole uh, unity, it enforces the link with the music, uh, and it gives um, structure. Uh, so why is this good? Uh, obviously it's good because... Oh no, uh, let me start by my slight rant. So I was at Mountain Blues Camp last week, uh, and most people there had not taken African dance classes before. And uh, as I said, uh, it's a good formation, but in general it's not one that teachers are too hung up on. Uh, I think part of it is they're like, if I say form lines and first line go forward and second line go forward and third line go forward, it's fairly obvious what is intended to happen. And so if that doesn't happen, uh, that's probably because the students uh, are not ready for it. Um, they, 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 they don't feel secure enough to, to use that thing. Uh, it would be a new thing. Um, and so presumably, if they could do it, they would. Uh, whereas I just tend to think, especially when you have a whole crowd of sort of German, English, Swiss people, that um, if they knew what was intended or one way that it could go, uh, they would go with that way. And again, I know that my way is a, a hyper-Swiss, hyper-German um, kind of approach to it, uh, in that it's much less rigid than I would like it to be. But my experience, um, yeah, people do not realise, what people I think don't realise is that when they're in not the first line, the first line is just a line that gets the new movement first. And all the other lines will also get the movement. But if they move forward before the teacher has had the opportunity to come in and show them the movement, the teacher has no opportunity to come in and show them the movement again. If they move forward uh, not as a line together, the teacher doesn't really have space to move in front of a line. 
um, if you crowd into the first line to figure it out, well, everyone else will crowd into the first line as well, and then you end up with a massive scattered first line. Um, and a good teacher will, will adapt to that. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it's not the way that it um, could be. And the, the way that it could be is really interesting because... Uh, so, for one, when you move forward, you move forward. You don't sort of dither about moving slightly sideways, well, not sideways, but sort of moving gently in place. You, like, move forward. Your time for moving so forward, uh, if there's three movements, is going to be three calls of the music, and that's it, you're done. So that might be, I don't know, uh, maybe it's something like a 16 count or a 32 count, and it'll be three of those. So it'll be a while, but it'll be fairly short. And you're moving forward with that thing, and then you stop. And the reason you stop is because your brain is processing, and it gives your brain that two minutes processing time as you make your way up the room, back into your lines again, start doing the movement gently in a slow version, then you're the front line, and then you're actually doing the movement in place really solidly, and then you're moving forward with the movement. Um, and yeah, so that cycle uh, for the purposes of learning is really important, and it doesn't work so well if you're trying to move, do the movement the, the whole time, and you're being dependent on the teacher uh, the whole time at a point when the teacher is not actually showing it to you, they're showing it to the first line. They'll show it to the second line later, they'll show it to the third line later. Um, then of course you have the opportunity for going forward with movement, that one's a really important and really useful tool for any dance class. Um, what all else? You have the phrasing, you have the community. Uh, so the being in a line is something I find really powerful because uh, you feel supported. I usually find uh, solo dance classes to be quite a fragile experience and I know that a lot of people uh, prefer to make up for that by actually doing it solo and not having to deal with other people. Uh, but I find that the having to deal with other people and being uh, means that you have to be supportive of other people and they have to be supportive of you and that's a really positive experience. And for me, emotionally, especially during a workshop, a week-long camp, when we're sort of all together, having everyone take African dance as a solo class, rather than a thing that works as a group, uh, makes me feel like our group is really alienated from each other, which it isn't necessarily, uh, but that's how it feels. And so, last week I had it emotionally, uh, found it really rough um, that uh, classes was not happening like I wanted. Which, again... For like the third time, uh, I'm not certain that classes ought to happen as I want it, as I want them, especially uh, African dance classes. But uh, if you see me taking an African dance class and the lines are not happening, uh, you can make a good guess that I'll be in need of quite a bit of emotional support um, to feel like the group is a group uh, and not a conglomerate of individuals. And also I feel much better supported in my learning if I don't have to fight for my place because I just wait with my line, the teacher comes back and shows it. And if the teacher doesn't come back and show it, it means they have confidence on a, in us uh, that we can manage it on our own, and that's pretty cool too. Um, do I have other things to say about this? Uh, I think not. I think, yeah, I think that the, the, this thing um, exists more in African dance class and I haven't seen it in other kinds of classes. Um, I think uh, 
it is kind of pervasive, but it isn't something the style of African dance class is like, well, if you're not ready to move forward in lines, uh, I'm not going to force you to. Um, it's more a self-sufficiency thing. Um, the, the, the purpose is uh, several pedagogical purposes, the opportunity for the teacher to come in front of each line and for every line to be the first line, the opportunity to move forward, the opportunity to um, be in a group and be supported by a group, and the opportunity to uh, layer the learning uh, or spiral the learning. So it's basically you do the thing, you take a break. Uh, sometimes, what's it? There's a technical term for it that uh, escapes me right now. But it's basically you do a thing A, thing B, thing C, and then you do thing A, thing B, thing C again, rather than doing thing A, thing A, thing A, thing A, thing A. And it actually helps your brain uh, process. Um, and that's a, a really useful thing that you need to, that is good to let happen, uh, to take your time with the movement, uh, to take your time being out of the movement and getting into the movement and getting out of the movement, rather than desperately trying to stay. Uh, in the movement. Uh, so, hopefully it didn't turn too uh, ranty. Um, try it out next time you're at an African dance class, see how it is for you. Uh, let me know. Uh, until next time, take care.